Welcome back to a very special episode of the Speedy Arrowcast. I'm your host, Dan Morin, and I've assembled a team of unparalleled superheroes. I've got Guy English. Hello. And I've got John Moltz. All my uh, doppelgangers live in Texas. <laughs> I guess that's all I've got. So we're like, maybe we're a parallel team of super- <laughs> superheroes. <laughs> Uh, the sponsor uh, for this episode is actually is <laughs> I was wondering <laughs> why why sponsor, I, I knew it was going to happen. The presenting sponsor of the Speedy Arrowcast is Hugo Boss. Thank you Hugo Boss for designing the SS Nazi uniforms. <laughs> I was I was thinking it might be Volkswagen. Wow. No, or or IBM. Anyway, there's a long list. Of yeah, companies. sure, right. Uh, yeah. That uh that got that got real, I guess. <laughs> Disney. <laughs> <laughs> went a little dark but it's okay we'll, we'll turn it around we're gonna punch uh, some nazis yeah, exactly. that's right nazi punching everywhere uh we are here to discuss um something a little different which is to say this year as last year we are have a big crossover event between and, and this year for the first time for real we have a crossover event between all four shows uh and this is the crisis on earth x I'm going to call it a miniseries for lack of what else to call it, because it's mm. not quite an episode of any of these shows, which makes it a right. little bit interesting for us to take on um, rather than last year's, which really felt like it jumped from show to show to show. This year was essentially just one unbroken right. three to four hour movie. Uh, and I guess you know, we're going to take sort of just a, a little time freeform discussion, answer a few questions if people are out there and, and have questions for us. <laughs> Um, but I'll start with sort of uh, an overarching question for you guys, which is what how, did you <laughs> did you like this execution of the crossover? Like of a, compared to last year's and previous attempts at it, did you think this was the the way to go? John? Yeah, I think so. I actually I mean, I, it was surprising to me because you start off with Supergirl and it's mostly about Barry and Iris. Mm-hmm. Um so that was uh, that kind of threw me threw me for a loop a little bit. Um, the Arrow episode is actually, I think, the one that's most well. I guess the Arrow and the the Legends episodes seem to be most about their proper characters, uh, but um, but I think it's a better way to do it because you get a, you get a much more sort of cohesive story without having to try and twist it into uh, something that where each episode is about the show that it's on. You know I totally I mean. agree. And yeah, in fact, yeah, it felt to me that like every show featured characters not from that show, which is a better way to tell a story because you yeah. can just tell the story naturally and everybody does their stuff. But B, it introduces other like viewers of one show to what it's like to watch another show. Like it's well, a, which is, yeah, part of their evil plan. It serves the actual purpose of the crossover, right? Like yes. they don't just do this for fun. They spend a bunch of money on it yeah, in order to like cross promote each other. I, I might be annoyed. I might be annoyed year. if I only watched one show, though. Well, yeah, I wonder how it translated for people who only watched a single show. Were they like lost, or I mean, because there are threads in here that get picked up for each of those shows in terms of things that are currently ongoing on those shows, right? Like we dealt with the Jackson Stein trying to separate Firestorm. We dealt with uh, Kara and Alex's respective breakups. Um, we dealt with Barry and Iris, uh, you know, trying to get married and all the stuff they've faced. We dealt with Felicity and Oliver's relationship problems. So, like, you know, some of those you can kind of pick up. There's like a, some shorthand there. But if you don't follow one of those shows, you could very easily be sitting there going like, who are these people? Right. I think so. I mean, 
I think we're all dummies that watch four hours of yes. superheroes a week, <laughs> like minimum. Oh my god, well, so much thing, more than that. It's targeted, <laughs> and it's then the target, Punisher comes out. Ooh, what? <laughs> it's targeted at us, right? Like I yes. don't know about you guys, but I watch all four of these shows every week, and yeah. so and I will pick up Shield when it comes out too. Right, yeah, and and but I, I but like I, I was totally up to date with like going into this. You know, I was up to date with all the plot lines. You know, I follow all those characters, all the shows. Uh, and so for me, you know, I guess I was right in the sweet spot there. But I do see we have at least one uh, person in our chat room who's saying they only watch Arrow and it was fine okay. for them. So okay. well, there you go. How, I do guess. I see the, how do I see the chat room? You, <laughs> <laughs> you got to make me turn, answer these first questions. First of all, turn your fax on machine air. on. <laughs> I'll paste, well, a, I'll paste not... a link for you in our chat. Oh, here we go. Chat. Okay. Yeah. CRC. You go to the. In the incomparable.com slash live. Yes, if you're listening to the live stream and somehow don't know where the live stream is. Where you're listening to it from. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening to this later, please don't go to the live stream because there will not be anything there. It's been a long week and I'm not a helpful person. I'm so I, I really enjoyed uh, right from the get go with this. Like I have a, I have some notes about these episodes, and like my, I really enjoyed th- one of the things that was tricky about last year's crossover is that I felt like it kind of backed into a storyline, whereas this one from the get go, the stakes it's there's nothing complex about this plot. It is very clearly defined. The bad guys are very bad. The good guys are very good. And it's just like, run with it, right? Like, you know, my girlfriend who doesn't watch any of these shows currently asked me what the crossover was about. And I was like, evil Nazi doppelgangers invade our Earth and the superheroes have team up to fight them off. It's like, there you go. I did it in a sense. Like, it's really not more complex than that. And I I appreciate that. I think that's the right scope for this kind of thing. I, I agree. And but it's kind of what they did last year, right? Except instead of Nazis, it was space aliens. But yeah, but the the mind control was more convoluted than you. I think last year you needed to know more about the characters. This year, you, I mean, you can just be told that they had a breakup, like uh, uh, Denver Danvers had a breakup. <laughs> Denvers, <God>. Bob Denvers, <laughs> Bob, Bob Denvers. Uh, somebody on Twitter was asking uh, who Dan's favorite co-host was. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't me. Yeah. There's no secret to this. Reader George <laughs> O'Neill asked us who who is my favorite of the regular hosts, and I will decide at the end of this episode. The, <laughs> that was your answer at the end. Boy, that's that's holding a sort of Damocles over our heads. Anyway, back to corporations. It's a sort of Danocles, just to be clear. <laughs> sort of Danocles. <laughs> Bleep bloop. <laughs> anyway, uh, you can just be told that they had a breakup or, you know, I think uh, Felicity kind of explains why she doesn't want to get married to Ollie. It, you know, it makes enough sense. I think last year it got a little bit weird with the, especially the Arrow episode. You really right. needed to know. Well, it was what also was going on. Arrow's hundredth episode, so it felt a little weird that it fell in the middle of a crossover because it's a very good episode, but it was it was really an Arrow episode, right? Yeah, yeah. And I do like that they basically abandoned the goofy crossover to just kind of. I mean, they wrapped it in, but they really did take the time to do a hundredth episode. Yeah, we had right. Moira back, you know, like it was nice. And and this one, I mean, this one had all its own branding. It had all its own music yep. that was like melding of all the themes. 
Yeah. Um, and I feel like packaging it as its own thing makes a lot of sense. And in some ways, the only thing, and we talked about this a little bit on the Arrowcast episode that we just posted, um, is that it's a little difficult to be positioned. In this case, it comes right before all of the mid-season finales for all of these shows, which is mm-hmm. a little awkward because usually your plot's at an upswing there and you sort of derail the entire plot for a week to deal with the crossover. And this year, they also didn't do as badly in, I felt, I don't know about you guys, but like in terms of setting things up for the crossover, there were some pieces moved around, but it was much less transparent. Like in the lead up to like the, the Legends launch, there was so much of oh, the yeah. main plots of Gosh. all the, of both Flash and Arrow that were like, were building to this thing. Whereas in this right. one, it was virtually non-existent, which I appreciate. Yeah. yeah, I agree. But uh, so I think that, that, this is the better formula, and I suspect that they'll keep doing that going forward. Not only that, they could package this all together and sell it as, an, as a unit. Oh, oh, so one of our, this is, yeah. a, a reader chimes in in the chat room to say that Moira, news. <laughs> Moira was the voice of the Gideon on the Evil Wave Rider, which I was totally trying to place. I knew, I heard the voice and I was like, who is that? And I could not place it, but I guess that was Susanna Thompson. That's pretty awesome. That's great, yeah. Man, Actually, it was the, it was the Borg Queen. that actually makes more sense (laughs) speaking of um the evil versions um let's we'll talking more broadly about i was a little surprised we've seen in cases um just to throw in the marvel stuff there right like marvel dealing with hydra has taken pains to distance itself from like yes they're nazis but like hydra being its own thing whereas yeah. This leaned into oh my god, well, clearly, like there was no times, obfuscation right? of it I mean, whatsoever. Well, that's an interesting question. Is it, it? It's hard to. I don't know when they decided to make this make them the bad guys, but it's it's topical. <laughs> I'm guessing they did did it sometime in the last twelve months. <laughs> yeah, I was. I got to say, uh, I was all into punching Nazis. Uh, I was Before kind of turned was off cool. by the giant swastikas and like the well, and I the salutes won- and stuff. I wondered how people would view that because like that first scene is basically like just so we're clear, like this, like the pan <laughs> through like the. I'm like my my notes just say so Earth X is bad. <laughs> right. It's like red skies, zeppelins, giant Nazi banners, and it's like I felt like they might sort of shy away from some of it but they really just lean the hell into it including in later episodes like they're in a concentration camp it's yeah. uh, the the gate is a recreation of uh Auschwitz. oh yeah i know that was that was Which, heavy it was yeah i really don't think yeah. they should it's uh yeah i think that, well i think they shouldn't have done that too particularly since it was supposed to be in like star city or something right yeah um if, anyway but it was just a little like too I much. know where you're going. Nazis right. are bad, but um, yeah. do we need to sort of lovingly or slavishly recreate their iconography? I, I mean, I think so. I think you know they made reference to uh, the man in the high tower. Um, the man in the high tower. So yeah. I, you know, I think maybe they thought that given that they could do this, since that's I, sort of a. I always alternate. wonder with people who you know with actors who end up playing parts where they have to essentially you know be Nazis. Like for me, it, it felt deeply uncomfortable to me with the scene where. Oliver has to dress up as his evil self to infiltrate the the base at the end, and I'm just like, how how freaking uncomfortable does it have to be to to wear that uniform? 
Like, yeah. I can't imagine anything. And, you know, <laughs> speaking as someone who's, uh, you know, half Jewish, like, <laughs> to me, that idea is just like, oh, man, I don't think I could do that. Yeah. I do not think I could, like, put on that, even in for the purposes of, like, acting or pretend, it is just deeply uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. especially for, I mean, if you're doing a period piece or something, maybe, like, I don't, you know what I mean? This is a bit of a goofy, a goofball one. Like, I don't think we need to see him doing the Hilo Hitler thing. Yeah. Yeah. It just came up. Uh, but I get it. And they make it very clear that these are bad guys. Like, there's no... There's no, there's there's no, no equivocation. There's no equivocation yeah. about that, right? They're, so, I guess, I don't know. Nazis, man. I hate those guys. <laughs> well, and that's the, you know, for me, I remember hearing about an interview Spielberg gave where he said that, you know, obviously he famously made the Indiana Jones movies, which feature Nazis as villains. And after he made Schindler's List, he said he would never go back to make a movie with those kinds of Nazis, essentially, because he felt it was just too um, disrespectful to portray them as sort of comic or villain, you know, cartoon villains um, because Mm -hmm. of the seriousness of what Mm -hmm. they did. And I, 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 at the time, I remember thinking like, oh, I love the Indiana Jones movies. That's that's you know reductive but i can totally the older i have gotten the more i have grown to appreciate that as a stance so but you know they do make for very punchable villains so yeah Yeah, they do and i mean in this show well you know it's not exactly (laughs) brain surgery (laughs) true (laughs) sorry (laughs) so um no i mean so many of their villains are not not necessarily uh um as nuanced as they as they really should be well, and, and that seems particularly in the case in this episode. What did you guys think in terms of the villains, specifically our evil doppelgangers? So, to me, I was a little like, sticking with the uncomfortable bit, because we'll get rid of this bit at, and then just talk about the, the goofy fun. Um, I was a little bit uncomfortable that they gave Evil Ollie um, what is essentially sort of a noble uh, objective or mm. cause. Which was saving the life of the woman he loves. Yeah. Uh, you know, you kind of want him to... Just be a bad. little more cartoony villain or something? Or I just guess. Like- I really could have just done with like a, like a flat-out evil uh, cause than, than hmm. one that you can kind of be sympathetic with. I, that, I, that said, uh, you know, I thought it was okay. I didn't realize until the last episode, I think, third or fourth episode that he was actually the Fuhrer. Which yeah, was right. It took me a also, long time. Also yeah. super weird. That was very strange. Um, <laughs> I thought some of the... You know, he is, he, however, twice the man that Hitler was. <laughs> Ten Refer- times. Reference or, so, yeah, whatever, she, whatever she said. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I was going to say that uh, I think Stephen Amell does fine. I think... Melissa Benoist actually does. I liked her evil Supergirl uh, versus her, you know, Kara. Like, I, I actually did watching them interact, and they get the most face-to-face time of any of the mm-hmm. doppelgangers, but I thought mm-hmm. she did a great job playing both ends of that character. Yeah. Yeah. Overgirl yeah. was yeah. the... Uh, yeah. And it's not hard to see how... Of course, o- Overgirl is, like, pretty close to, like, Ubermensch, right? Like, in... Right. Which is Superman. Right. So, yeah, very... Um, but it's, it's easy to see how, you know, I guess there's the, the idea of like her 
so much of her being shaped by where she ended up and the circumstances in which she ended up. I don't know if I entirely buy the nature versus nurture argument the argument there, but again, it's not brain surgery. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. Be real. Yeah. How much time do you want to I mean, think the, about that? And to think about that that point in particular, I mean, these these characters, like a lot of these characters came out of the actual struggle with the Nazis. Right. Um, yeah. So to a certain degree, it's <laughs> I guess it's their home turf in a way. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, I, 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 you know, I mean, I, I get I get I don't I wasn't quite as uncomfortable as I think you guys were. Um, I more just took it as like, yes, let us punch some Nazis um, yeah. because that sounds like great fun. Uh, and so uh, I I guess I have a slightly different view on it. Um, so I, I will say but that I, but I, but I get, I get some of that like but I think that but like the the Arbeit my fry, fry that 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 seemed like I was like oh okay maybe you shouldn't have done that yeah that's a bit over um, I, I'm expressing my, my discomfort uh, just to make it clear that, that there are uncomfortable things about this I enjoyed it otherwise as just a good excuse yeah. to punch some Nazis in the face right. Yeah, and I and and I love that they they mentioned how great it is to punch Nazis. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, there was again, no no shying away from that. And as far as villains that are you know punchable, I think we all agree that 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 works a treat here. Yeah. Um, and and as I was saying in the uh, the chat room, and I've got it in my notes, uh, it's notable how many characters are uh, gay or Jewish, and there's no bones about it. They just they keep saying yeah. it consistently. Yeah, uh, they have two gay relationships and two. Uh, heteronormative i guess relationships um i i I like that they 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 would not shy at all about yeah yeah to the point of being extreme if like showing what the pink triangle means maybe people don't know that though yeah some people might and some people probably certainly watching the show may not but i mean so you know maybe people learn something but that was a real thing so i i particularly wanted to call out and when talking to my girlfriend about this i was trying to say how impressed i felt like i was with the treatment of you know the uh, specifically of the relationships that we see in this episode because we have two very central um homosexual relationships which are i think remarkable by the virtue of being unremarkable in that they are treated like anything else yeah and they're not there's a lot of cases i feel like especially where um the relation you know lesbian relationships are treated as something lascivious a lot of times by yeah. media and it's sure, not yeah, the here. play to the play to be titillating and this is exactly not it's not in in fact the moment where the where sarah and alex our characters meet i just i started laughing as soon as they walked in together because <laughs> they're like oh my god i can totally see where this is going because these two characters yeah. are so alike too right like they are both yeah. You know, yeah. you badass, take no prisoners, women, and it's like, yeah, I totally buy this, and it just <laughs> felt right. organic the way that it. I developed. was kind of surprised that I hadn't thought of that myself. To be yeah, honest. same here. Right, right. I was like, well, yeah. of course. But, but I think kind of like, but like, I think, I mean, kind of in a hookup way, like exactly what happened. I mean, they don't seem like you know, mm-hmm. like yes, they they're good fighters and they're tough women, um, but they personality wise, I mean, like Sarah is not really like doesn't seem like the settle down type. <laughs> And, no, right, and that's no, no, no. fine and, uh, because it, it it plays into the actual plot development of those right, characters. Exactly. And yeah, that exactly. Works perfectly. It's, it's perfect. Right, and I felt and, like and the whole treatment. So well I mean, the whole the whole treatment and the way Kara reacts to the to the you know, what yes. happens uh, is fantastic because she's just very she's very sex positive and she's just like you know this was great this is exactly what you were supposed to do don't be. <laughs> 
Yeah. Don't be upset so about this. Right. But at the same time, it was totally understandable how, how Alex could feel like, like guilty about it just because of her feelings for Maggie and how that yeah, relationship sure. felt. But that's totally normal. And now my point is, again, it was just a totally normal relationship right. reaction, right. regardless of the genders of the people involved. And that right. was immensely powerful and refle- refreshing to just have that treated like it was no big thing because it wasn't right. like it's just it's wasn't, just yeah. a normal thing in this universe and i i was really impressed with the way they handled that yeah i like that like the bigger thing was alex feeling guilty that she'd had a one night stand and calling herself a disgusting man which is hilarious <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Got, what's the worst thing I could be? Oh god. Yeah. I I just <laughs> really enjoyed dude. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed the scene where where Alex shows up for the wedding and is hungover. Oh, so great. And and Sarah just blase walks in and is like, "Oh yeah, it sounded painful when you fell out of bed this morning." <laughs> like, <laughs> I just I I thought it was hilarious. It's just really cuz like Sarah doesn't give crap and and no, Alex she is just doesn't. Yeah. she's not she's just feeling embarrassed at this thing that she felt like she would never do and it just it was such a great scene for those characters. And they they figure yeah. so the two of them figure so prominently in this crossover um, yeah. that it was just great. it was really nice. And the, the look on Kara's face is just yes. awesome. Like yeah. oh, God, the whole thing just cracked me up. Um, Supergirl characters probably get the most short shrift in these episodes because other than Kara and Alex, the only people that we see are in basically see, in the alternate universe. You so see James, we see James. Yeah, yeah right. I, my note says that he's gone all Captain America. Uh, yeah. because the shield has the flag on it um and I, so i loved I mean, it i love that i actually love that too i'm not usually one to love like painting <laughs> flags on stuff but this one was awesome but the uh, homage yeah. to it like, and this is the homage the, the homage to the shield the original shield yeah yeah uh, like because the original one of cap was like looks like guardians basically which yes. wasn't round triangular uh, sort of I, I loved it the way that he's wearing the flag in it you must assume that it's been decades that the America's been occupied. Right. Yeah. Like, but he's still holding it and it still means something. Love it. I, I was also, so cool. I was amused that that is one of multiple Marvel references that the DC TV universe has pulled out in recent weeks. (laughs) Because yeah. we had the combination Spider Man. Yes, you want to turn yeah. me into Spider Man, being the other one with Jax and Martin. <laughs> and then a couple of weeks ago on the uh, Flash episode with uh, basically Killer Frost gets compared to the Hulk mm-hmm. uh, at one point. And I was like, man, they've really just. It's fascinating. Right. It's amusing to me they're, that they've just they're letting, their, into letting that. their hair like, yeah, everybody watches Everybody watches Marvel movies, even the people in I the think DC. They, they, universe. Make so many, they make so many pop culture references. That maybe they felt it, felt it was getting weird that they weren't mentioning. Exactly, right? Marvel. Yeah. Of course yeah. they all watch the Marvel. Well, Cisco watches <laughs> well, all the, the Marvel The movies. crazy thing is they, yeah. they've made references to Harry Potter and then <laughs> Tom Felton. Yeah, yeah sure. So. <laughs> in the show. Like, so who played Malfoy <laughs> in uh, your Harry Potter movies? Looked a lot like Julian. <laughs> um let's uh let's talk a little about the wedding set piece which i also uh was sort of the big focus of episode one uh i doubt anybody is surprised that barry and iris did not get married without a hitch it's a superhero <laughs> wedding this happens every single time yeah and it was but teased too the the staging of this fight scene in particular is i thought there are some other perhaps more technically adept um fight scenes in these in this miniseries 
Mm-hmm. But I think this one is my favorite of all the fight scenes. I don't know how you guys so. feel about it. I love that um, uh, Alex and Sarah, well, they're sitting close to each other, but they get up and they both just rip their dresses like and get <laughs> into fighting mode. <laughs> so badass. <laughs> Uh, I was a fan of that. I was a fan of Wally running around, catching all the bullets with yep. super speed, which I thought was just super cool. Um, I really love my favorite thing about team ups like this. And it's one of the reasons I really love the Avengers when you have all those characters firing on the same cylinders is watching the synergy between it. So like Oliver getting Cisco to open a portal so that he can jump up and fight yeah. the other archer was just that was awesome i yeah, i really love cool. just they all sort of yeah. go into fight mode and are like this sucks but we also know how to handle ourselves yeah, yeah. and i like that ollie's very aware of the capabilities of at least team flash yeah like well yeah. he's and, thinking and, he's thinking tactically right like he's got well his, and know. later later we see how tactically you know like how much he thinks about other people's powers <laughs> because yeah he has a special arrow that is true yeah yeah, very of course an, he does. another very batman move where, yeah exactly exactly because yeah. he's I, I mostly his, our batman i love his ex so i mean we're gonna just jump there uh, so he shoots an arrow at uh, overgirl and it, it's kryptonite and it hurts her and um carousel <laughs> what? what is it you have a kryptonite arrow and his answer is uh, just in case There's an evil one of you shows yep. up <laughs> right, right. it's like yeah just for this circumstance this exact circumstance and you am sit I there wrong and think, look at what's happening right now well like you kind of think like yeah all right <laughs> it was just hilarious and then i mean subject gets dropped obviously but um see ollie bit of a dum-dum here after you shoot her with an arrow, a kryptonite arrow, shoot her with all of the other arrows. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's, there's some Don't weird, just let her stand like, there. <laughs> yeah, there's some stuff throughout that doesn't, you know, there's a lot of black and, I mean, there's a bunch of black convenience stuff that doesn't make a lot of sense, but. Yeah, but whatever. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, fighting, fighting, particularly fighting-wise, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think everybody you can you can kind of get away with with head that because there like there is some confusion about what's going on, including why are there Nazis here, right? Like, I think that there is you're allowed to take some some liberties with some of these these poor decisions at times. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Okay, I like when the uh, the when the Nazis bust in, we have like a hero shot. I forget who it is, like three or four of them in a bow. And they all just say, I hate Nazis at the same time. I think it's yeah. Yeah, mainly Oliver and Kara both both say it yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Um, Perfect. I had my note in here about if anybody doesn't know who Barry is. <laughs> but of course, then they mentioned later that they wiped everybody's memory. Because I was thinking like, like the captain Singh is sitting like, in, like three rows back and he's going to yeah. be like, oh, oh yeah, man, right. I didn't see that yeah. coming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And and kudos to him, and I, I think pretty much every scene with Dominic Purcell in it, I thought was delightful. Um, yeah, I've really terrific. enjoyed the evolution of Mick Rory as a character, and he is he gets a lot to do in these four episodes, and I think he yeah, does he really very, does. very well with what he is given. Yeah, I love I that he walks in and says, well, I've tried to kill a goom like, a few times, so I guess I'm on, <laughs> yeah. the, guess I'm on the other side. <laughs> right, then he has a bit at one point about Caitlin was like, didn't I try to kidnap you once? Yeah. <laughs> um so i enjoyed that quite a bit um there's some interesting plot um there's some weird plot perambulations in here i'm particularly thinking about the fact that so in addition to evil oliver 
and evil Kara, we have our one of our third main villains is Reverse Flash. And it's Reverse Flash as Harrison from, yeah. Wells from season one, which is an interesting decision because yes. we're, we're told basically that this is the same version of the Flash, of the Reverse Flash from right. season one. And that time yeah. travel is somehow involved. Yeah. He doesn't really explain it. He, he says he opted into wearing that face. Which means uh, the budget was already maxed out, so they yes. couldn't get Matt Lesher, yeah. or they yeah, just, they or just Tom Cavanaugh really wanted to play that character yet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is fun, and he's fine, and he, that's basically the he's worth putting on screen a lot because he's good at it. Yep, he, he can choose some, he can choose some scenery pretty well. Yeah, and otherwise, that character does nothing. Like, what does Wells do? Yeah, I wondered why they didn't opt for an evil Barry, but then it occurred to me that after Savitar, nobody wants yeah. that. Nobody yeah. wants an evil Barry. Yeah, we've done that. And I kind of like that Reverse Flash is the anti-Flash anyway. Yeah, I, and not to jump forward, I mean, I guess this jumps forward towards the end, but we're not really doing a chronological thing. So I will say, what did you think of Barry's decision to let him escape, essentially? <laughs> Does not make any sense. No, I didn't get no. that either. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand not killing him, but not like at least locking him up or something. Like it's just insane. I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, you know, you think and then the way he the way they got him previously, well they've gotten him like like four times now, right? I mean, <laughs> but that one time he I mean he he had been like erased from time. Right, cuz he yeah. got the Cuz he didn't he never existed. Time Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't. So anyway. is this the one? Maybe this is the Earth X one, but it can't be because no, it's not. He says that's not what he said though. He says yeah, he's he said because and then he was wheeling around in the in the wheelchair at Star Labs and said that he built that place. Yeah, he built it. Yeah, but I wasn't sure. Also, yeah. why are they doing surgery on Kara on Earth One when they've got a perfectly good Nazi occupied world to <laughs> take them to? Because they need convenience. Yeah, that was one. Also, as I pointed out to you guys when we were recording, I think the Aerocast earlier this week, why come to Earth One looking for Kara, who is not on Earth in the Earth One timeline, (laughs) except for this one particular occasion? They must have. They must have mistakenly gotten an invite to the wedding. Yeah, I was about to say they got invited to the wedding. They RSVP'd. Yes, we will bring fifty Nazis to the wedding. My theory is that they were just going to go to every Earth in order, starting from one. (laughs) They got got lucky. Why is this one? (laughs) What is? So wait. So wait. What is? I'm confused about the numbering. Do we? Do we have a? I mean, there's probably something I can refer to. But which Earth is Kara from? Um, Do we even know? I don't know if we do. Uh, there are so we're told here that there are fifty three. There right. are fifty two plus, plus one. Earth X. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, which is a little silly because everything we're told is a lie. And they also <laughs> they also say at some point that you know there's versions of people on all of them. You know, right? And, so, so which, presumably, which isn't Earth, really so. Even maybe Krypton wasn't destroyed in Earth. I guess 1? so. That's I think my that's old, what, that was my best theory. Yes. Okay, right. our readers are uh, telling us it's Earth 38, and I trust them. Okay. All right. Good to know. Okay, uh, I should also have, we should have smart people on the show every week. <laughs> <laughs> it, it also references the we fact can't afford that... that. Uh, yeah, no, that's, that's not a thing that we can actually do. It also references the fact that in a throwaway line, uh, Reverse Flash mentions that he fought, he will fight Superman at some point. 
Which was also a little weird. That was also, yes, exactly. Which Superman? <laughs> All right. Which Earth? Ah! Multiverses. <laughs> I, you know what I like? Uh, Kara has like a little uh, garage door opener that will just take her to Earth 1. Well, they bought that, that was from the last crossover, I believe. Doesn't Cisco make it for her? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's just a hilariously easy way to get around. Like there's yeah, right. They, they on, on Earth X they have this gigantic portal thing. Right, that's and like, they make a big. That's an entire building. <laughs> they make a huge point about how it's the only way to get there, and it's like you literally have a dude who can just open breaches. <laughs> but he wasn't on Earth X. He right? wasn't there. He was though, in a coma. Yeah. He was in a coma. Yeah, but if I mean, you figure he wakes up eventually, and he'll just like he could zap himself. I don't know. It's not like the the breach thing was <laughs> very complicated. It's not like they're stuck there forever. Yeah, the breach thing was very complicated when they first introduced it, and has since become one of those things. Like, um, there you know, there's all these plot contrivances, right? Like, I yes. was thinking about this where El- Wells is walking around wearing like a surgical outfit, and at one point he runs away using super speed, and I was like. If you remember, the whole point in like the early episodes of The Flash was that most clothing doesn't survive running at super speed because of the friction. Yeah. And so that's why he has to wear the suit. And the answer is, yeah, but he does it all the time now. <laughs> yeah. So um, like you got to drop these things care. because they end up just not being practical. So I kind of yeah. feel like that's the same yeah. thing with the breach. Like they made it a big deal at the beginning. But now it's like, you know what? We just we can't make it that big a deal every single time they want to go between universes because that has become a staple of the show. Yeah, and it's yeah. just boring. Like it's just right. a bunch of bookkeeping to get them from point A to right, point B. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's shorthand. That's like why they out. why they invented the transporter. Yeah. Hey, maybe that's how they get to uh, Panda Norbat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Breaches. <laughs> that's how it works. No, no, no. It's the express flight. Um, that's just true. The, I the wanted. <laughs> I want to not. Uh, so there were. I was spoiled on Wells' appearance as Reverse Flash. What I was not spoiled on, and I was very puzzled because oh, they released yeah. a they released mm-hmm. an image early on of like this comic book cover Crisis on Earth X, and it's really cool. But as I was looking at the like lineups on either side of it, um, I saw the like okay, that's clearly like evil the evil version of Green Arrow. It's clearly the evil version of Supergirl. It's Reverse Flash and Flash, and then there is someone who looked very much like Prometheus, and I was like, well, yep. that's weird. And so yeah. going into the episode, I had thought about a little bit that we have both of these characters because of course he shows up at the wedding. But actually, my first thought, I really wanted it to be a twist where it turned out that the, um, and obviously with the Nazis, this was not going to happen, but I was thinking like Prometheus was going to be Oliver, like evil Oliver, and evil Green Arrow was going to be Dig. And that was why we hadn't seen Diggle in any of the promos, Uh, which I thought would have been a really interesting twist. (laughs) Obviously, they didn't go that way, but they did do another twist, which I was utterly shocked at because they kept it really well under wraps i'm so glad they kept it under wraps yeah and that is prometheus evil prometheus is our good friend tommy merlin yay Yay. welcome back tommy welcome back (laughs) see you later (laughs) and i assume that's why they could keep it under wraps because he was in one scene on a set with only like a few actors so there was a little chance of it leaking yeah yeah that was man it was great that was so fun. That was he good. Delivers, he delivers this little speech, and we think that we, he may be turning, or he may be a reluctant soldier for the Reich. Right. Uh, but, but no such. No dice. My note says, Ollie, yeah. this is clearly a trap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not really. Then, not really a trap. Yeah, it's not just, so much a trap. He's just, being, just, a, he's just being He's a just dick. being mocked. Yeah. <laughs> <He's>, yeah. <laughs> kind of like Tommy. And he kills himself again. Yeah, <laughs> I, I half expected um, Ollie to be upset and like hold him as he was dying, kind of thing. Yeah, 
But uh, then I realized I kind of don't want Ollie having any sympathy for any Nazis. So. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. Sorry, dude. You got to go. <laughs> Tommy. Man, I love Tommy, though. Hey, maybe Tommy can be our guy, our third guy. No, uh, but because we too- love Tommy. So yeah, we do love Tommy. He's too good uh, to be. Yeah. I think I, I think the suggestion that was made is not bad. I have two su- we have yeah. two suggestions and ironically oh, both these two. suggestions are related. So we have been looking if you're not a regular listener of our show, why are you here? Why are you reader. listening to this? Um sorry, <laughs> yeah. reader. Sorry. You should be regular. Why reading. are you listening? You should be reading. Um <laughs> suggestion we've been looking for we have our obviously our scale which runs from Alex, not not good for an episode, all the way up to Biff, which is amazing. Um, yeah. Alex being the campaign manager for all yeah. these. Yeah, right. If you don't know who Alex yeah, is, we cannot blame you, and that's why it's the bottom Certainly of the scale. you know who Biff is. <laughs> and Biff, our, our boy Biff. So basically, these, these two are both from season four, which was a season so weak that all we could do is crack jokes about it. That's not true. I really no, like that's not true at all. You're really, anyway, you're really mean. I'm the, I'm the staunch season four. I should go here. back and watch it again. Season three was so bad that yeah. I got see, this, we all I agree about this. season three. Yeah. Anyway, um, Biff is the long-suffering henchman who is completely correct about Ollie. Reports to his boss, does everything he possibly can, <laughs> and he still gets ends up getting murdered by Ollie because <laughs> it sucks to be twice, dead. right? Twice because yeah. he comes back as a ghost. Comes back as a ghost and then gets killed again. Uh, <laughs> poor Biff, Biff Conklin, rest in peace. Anyway, so he's all he wanted best. to do was open up a Jitters franchise, and that was too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. big belly Biff. <laughs> I would have gone with Biff anyway. Belly Burger, but okay, I'll I'll let you have it. <laughs> anyway, long story short, that's how we rate the shows: good ones are Biff's, bad ones are Alex's. But we don't we have, have anything. That's, we that's it's, it's tough to do that binary. Uh, yeah, when you flip. Have, sometimes you have an episode that's a mixed bag, and we've been looking for we like been, last week. We had been using a um, minor season one villain, Cyrus Vanch, as our mixed bag, but we've decided to retire him. So. So far, we have two suggestions, uh, ironically related, one of which for, for a middle ground episode, one of which is Andy Diggle, which was suggested by, I'm going to look up. Dan apostrophe L. I yes. Re, uh, reader Dan apostrophe L suggests between the Biff and the Alex is the Andy parentheses Diggle, the clever henchman that spends most of his time in a cage. <laughs> That's pretty solid. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, that's suggestion one. <laughs> suggestion two from John Parkinson is middle option suggestion. John Diggle Jr. for when you don't, can't, really hate the episode, child, <laughs> but it's just not right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to try that one okay. on for size. That's too okay, good. Okay, <laughs> I was leaning towards number one, but now I really think I like number two. <laughs> It feels awkward to rate a middle of the ground episode a small child, but <laughs> it's, also, it's so it's so on brand just, for us, though. You know, right. so we'll, we'll let, let's let those marinate a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's somebody else's child, though. <laughs> Everybody loves their children. <laughs> it's other people's children that it's are the problem. So you're allowed to kind of hate, but not yeah. Really. <laughs> Nobody wants to spend time with other people's children. If you want to spend time with other people's children, there's probably something wrong with you. 
Um, so yes, we have our brief Tommy Merlin cameo. He is too quickly uh, dispatched, but he's yeah. pretty evil, so it's allowed. Um, and, you know, I think I kind of I would have liked it better if if Tommy had been like the the bad guy throughout the whole thing. Oh, if that been like, like the instead of reveal. instead of evil Oliver. Yeah, I assume they just couldn't get him for long enough. Yeah, yeah, like, I understand. I understand that, that but um, I think it would have worked a little better. It would have been interesting. I agree with you, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think one of the reasons that the the bad guys all wear those ski masks is so that uh, they don't have to do so much work to get them in the scene at the same time. Right. Well, yeah, that's part of it. Uh, I'm sure uh, it's just cheaper and easier. You know, they have yeah, they have a lot of stunt coordination doubles. efforts be through the roof trying to. Yeah, with all these people. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and I mean that was one of the reasons somebody pointed out that in the most recent Legends episode before this, uh, Sarah is basically in a coma that entire episode. Probably because oh. they needed her to shoot all these. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So there's I was a lot wondering. Of I was wondering about that. Yeah. It's like she's of... in. She's in the episode in a couple of scenes, but she's not in most of it. Right. And it's it's all just logistical jumping yeah. around because you have to right. manage so many actors over the course of all these episodes. Yeah. Um, so you have a lot of people who only appear briefly in the crossovers, right? Like Joe appears in the first episode, but not much beyond that. Wally uh. appears only in the first episode. Some of yeah. the legends only appear in the last episode, I, even though, like, I felt like Ray would have gotten an invite to the wedding. I mean, I don't know. Ray? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's, so. he was, he, he hangs out in Star Labs a few times earlier on. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I guess anyway. So. Anyway. Um, uh, speaking of Joe. Ooh. <laughs> I'll let John <laughs> handle that one, because that's his favorite topic. No, no. Prisoner rights are John's favorite topic. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, this is a close second. <laughs> wait, 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 I'm missing the thing. What is the thing about Joe? We're talking about Joe giving his speech. Oh God! <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God! It's so great seeing my two kids get married together. <laughs> I've known them since they were little kids, brother and sister. <laughs> oh my God! <sighs> Yeah, I think maybe in retrospect, it even would have been okay if they just had dropped the like. They really didn't have to mention it. No, well, they dropped didn't it, have to mention even it at just all. like from day one. Like even if you know Barry grew up in that in the household with them, like didn't have to necessarily refer to him as the brother his and son. sister or his yeah. son, right? Like, yeah, there's there's other ways of handling that that come across as less <laughs> <Yeah>. weird. <laughs> well, right. he didn't say he didn't say brother and sister. But he did say, no, but my kids or something or something yeah. like that. I don't like know. He but, but, he did, but he referred to them, you know, like living together and like growing up together. And yeah. it's just very strange. It is very strange. But we can't undo what has been done. <laughs> Unless we run really fast. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go oh. well the last time I did. Yes. Did you want to mention the super uh, speed thing? Because that was in my notes. Or is uh, that what you're thinking with the run really fast? Where Kara mm-hmm. and Barry show up at the parking lot, and then <laughs> yes, Oliver that was in has my to drive too. in on his motorcycle. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> super speed. I don't have it. I don't have it. <laughs> Enjoyed that funny. quite a bit. That was great. No, um, there was a weird little bit, and they spent a bit of time on it. Um, there was a woman at the wedding. Yo, yes, thank who, you for reminding me. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So I assume I forgot about there's that. a woman who comes up to Barry and is coming. Mean, I'm of assuming weird I, I, and awkward. And I think well, pretty much everybody assumes it's his and Iris's daughter from the future. Yes, I, yes. yes, that's right. Pretty much the only thing I can okay. think of. Who I think is a character in the comic books. Um, 
uh somebody mentioned i saw her name somewhere and i've i've totally blanked on what it is um yeah something west allen hey right. uh live readers go, go <laughs> make, make, make yourselves useful <laughs> um that's harsh don allen <laughs> thank you james farner thank you're you. awesome see i knew we could <laughs> i don't know why i'm so cruel to these people they're pretty <laughs> well they're already gluttons for punishment they listen to this show i guess so yeah they keep yeah. reading every week right um yeah. Wait a second. Uh, Don Allen is the daughter of Barry and Iris, Al- Iris Allen, conceived in the 30th century after her father's retirement. Huh. What? Don and Don are the Tornado Twins. Tornado Twins. Yes, she does have a brother named Don, D-O-N, and her oh, name God. is D-A-W-N. Ugh. Cool. All right. I'm just going to close this tab. <laughs> just like D- <laughs> That's too much for me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Once thanks, again, the DC-est, DCEest thing ever. <laughs> Yo, that seems looking forward to sports master <laughs> i am next year's crossover <laughs> well i still think there's time for sports master to be the big bad in one of these shows this year we've got it this got to happen and there's yeah. like there's a lot of episodes yeah. left we need like a letter writing campaign or something we gotta have sports master um water this, polo. what if sports master what do we what if sports master is evil oliver from another universe and another he's wearing he's wearing the hockey mask <laughs> or evil evil renee from another dimension <laughs> um oh, so a couple good uh cracks in this episode too that i liked in the second episode involve the um this is our our oliver in the high castle mention which i thought was pretty good and also since she uh i think felicity refers to it as stalag star labs <laughs> yeah um, and that's, that reminds me of something, uh, another theme I wanted to emphasize, which I think is done incredibly well throughout this entire crossover. Um, just the, the, not only the diversity and inclusion of our roster, but the, the agency given to so many of our female heroes, whether they have superpowers or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they do a tremendous job with uh, Iris and Felicity accomplish a lot in these two episodes, yeah. even if they do ultimately get captured as does pretty much everybody else in this episode. So it's kind of, right. you know, I kind of give them a pass on that. And they managed to pull off some stuff in the meantime. Sarah um, and Alex take down um, uh, Prometheus. Yeah. Tommy. Yep. Um, and, and we high five each other, which I thought was cool. And we have a scene yeah. at the very end with the wave rider where it's basically, was it, is it Vixen, uh, Z and Killer Frost basically yes. all yeah, right, sort right, of right. storm the evil wave rider. Yeah, um, yep. which I thought was fantastic. I mean, like, yeah. they've really emphasized that they have a deep bench of female heroes here, and it really right. kind of puts both the big screen Marvel and DC universes to shame. Where that's yeah. re- where that's true. Regarded. Yeah, completely a true. People, a lot of people of color too, which is yeah, exactly. It's yeah, just, it is right. a very diverse group of of uh, and the and you know and the roles. the old white guy died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, which is frankly, I mean, you know, old white guy here, um, and not well, for that I mean, reason, the, not for that reason at yeah. all. But it's one of the things that I don't like about the, the whole crossover. If we can, we should yeah. probably spend some time on that too. Before, yeah, we, we should. But yeah, um, anyway, I, I love that. Uh, Iris and Felicity make a totally awesome, sensible team. Yep, agree. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Well together. And she calls her. Uh, she, uh, I think Felicity calls Iris McLean at some point. Yeah, they're crawling. Yeah, they're in the vents. 
Yeah. You lead the way, McLean. That's it. <laughs> Those also Star awesome. Labs has enormous vents. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You huge. can walk in them. Yeah, well, it is a particle just... accelerator. They got to get the air flowing through there. They so they can, <laughs> you know, get the get it's the, important. It's get really the important. nuclear <laughs> waste out into the into the populace. Molts on the dark science. Matter. Yeah. <laughs> drunk malts on science but <laughs> yeah man if we keep doing this we're gonna have to fix another drink um the so killer frost a uh, little bit powerful yeah. <laughs> she's like flying around with like iceman ramps oh yeah, yeah. no i, I yeah. was that the i don't think that's the first time she's done that no she did it, do that in the not, episode where it's... they have to actually fight her at one point at the end yeah. of the last season but they've really yeah. They've gone a long way to remediating that character this season um, by finally offering up sort of a more cogent, if not explanation, of why that has that effect on her. The fact that it essentially is, but basically the shorthand of comparing it to like the Incredible Hulk slash you know right. Jekyll and Hyde. Fine, yes. if they had just done that from the beginning, I feel yeah, like yeah. that would have been much more sensible than just suggesting that. She is. Well, I don't know. Have they? I mean, they either sat. They either sat down and like figured a bunch of these these characters out a little bit better over the off season, or they have some new writers working on the Flash because, particularly like the the female characters of like those two in particular have turned around like crazy this year, and and are really enjoyable now. I think, particularly Iris. I mean, like I couldn't stand Iris before, and now like she they just like they just made her the boss. You know, it turned yeah, out like, that's what she needed to be. Like, right. And it's great. great. It makes a lot of sense. She even bosses her dad around, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I mean, and that, and Candace Patton as an actress, I think we'd all agree, was always oh, she's wonderful. doing good yeah. work. Yeah. It was just she yes. was not given anything to do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, past roughly the first season of this, or first episode of this season, um, I feel like her character has been far more yeah. fleshed out yeah. and developed. Yeah. And maybe, they, maybe they locked Kreisberg in a closet or something. Yes. <laughs> yeah i don't know it's always hard to, to, to put it simply at one person's feet but yeah that definitely well, i feel yeah, like you're right that that definitely right. played a role in it in some way and it's well, just it certainly couldn't have helped that, yeah so. right exactly so right. it's nice to see her get such a central part to this especially because you know with the thing sort of predicated on being her wedding it would have been very easy to reduce her into the flustered mm-hmm. bride role right. or something like yeah. that which right. does not right. or like the objective like barry has to get back to his wife so he can get married and she's right. just sitting there at the altar yeah. waiting the, the princess right. peach yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. instead iris and felicity are treated basically just as much as heroes as anybody else in this entire ensemble which is great yeah. so a f- big thumbs up to those characters and the the job that they the writers did making sure to like basically just have as inclusive and diverse a, a roster as they as they do yeah and working to honor it too like they they keep mentioning it i mean like we were saying with the uh, the uh, the jewish uh not cast members the jewish characters and mm-hmm. the uh the lgbtq mm-hmm. characters yeah they yep. uh you know they they have a diverse cast and they use it and they say it and it's not pertinent when it's not pertinent and when it is, it's it's interesting to use it well. Yeah. Speaking of our diverse cast and our LGBT characters, uh, in the midpoint of the of the series, we end up on Earth X, and we are introduced not only to a new character, Ray. Now we have two Rays, which is eh, all right. <laughs> um, yeah. And 
a this is surprise. the ray yes this is the ray although i do all, love all curtis's, all ray. curtis's line later where it's like wait your super identity <laughs> yes. is just your name with the in front of it <laughs> thank you that someone pointed it out um but his his partner in in heroics and in life is our good friend leonard leo snart and holy crap does wentworth yeah. uh, uh just steal the back half of this miniseries yes. i feel like yes that version yeah. i mean he has always been i think a delightful presence yeah. on the show but this version of this character from wentworth miller is right. just fantastic yeah i yeah Very i like him a lot yeah i so he's he is sticking around, it seems. I know, and which surprised me because this was largely rumored to be his swan song, but maybe I feel like there was a little a little trickery in there in terms of like this is not the previous Captain Cold. Yeah. Maybe. The only the the only thing that not worries me, but the interesting thing about that character was how he was essentially a good guy. Not a good guy, but you know he. Well, it's, but the thing is, Rory, Rory fills that a, role. I guess maybe you know, I, and I think will. part of the part of the problem with you know the, having them two of them is they were kind of the same, and they were well. They both, also reinforced each other's bad behaviors, right? Like it was always yeah, one of them trying yeah. to urge the other one to go back to the life of crime. Yeah. Yeah. And, anyway, I'm, but I'm, I think I'm it's, I think it's more interesting having just Rory. Um, yes on legends it's yeah. giving I mean, him a lot as more... much as i as much as i love captain cold um it's good just to have the one of them and and i believe this version is technically citizen cold um oh, okay yeah i think <laughs> he actually it's never mentioned during the episode but i saw him credited earlier on as citizen cold um okay. but i do what? i just for me the delivery it's because he does everything about his delivery is still leonard snart but yes. it's just the what he says is different <laughs> and it's it's the it's the the jarring contrast there that is hilarious because you expect you completely expect the other start exactly and, it's and just not, every line it's he delivers where he's like i thought it would be fun to wear our costumes <laughs> and you're like <laughs> what is happening <laughs> doesn't make any sense i love um, it and like and I you know and they're, they're they're the, the sappy like i hate fire yeah <laughs> ready aim i yeah. hate fire that was i mean I, I really enjoyed that deeply i love love his interaction with rory when when he shows up on the wave rider and rory's like oh god the ghost is back <laughs> and he just starts talking to him about how the other version of him on earth x was a hero who saved cops from a burning building <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. As someone pointed out in one of the reviews I read, wait, were there good cops on Earth X? Because that is otherwise a little troubling. Oh, true, um, yeah. But Maybe. I just do but, love that yeah. he's, you know, Rory, true to himself, is like, I don't know what's going on right now. I assume I'm just still crazy. Uh, and he's just trying to be a super supportive, like, shoulder to to cry. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. great. So um, this might be Jess, one of our readers in the... Uh the antechamber that would be uh by the way that's that's jess viator who's sometimes on the super girl podcast and my oh, former roommate cool. oh yeah. hello Hi, jess. jess hey <laughs> um so she points out that ray is alonzo from doctor who indeed alonzo. i'm like damn this guy looks really familiar 
Yeah, it's Russell Tovey who's oh, been yeah. in a bunch of stuff, including yeah. I think the original British version of Being Human. Being Human, right? Yeah, um, I had to look him up because he looks so familiar. Yeah, that what's guy. the ears? Yeah, yeah. Come on, yes, exactly, yeah, that, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that, that head shape. <laughs> like, like, kind of, yeah. Why did I was thinking? Why did they cut his hair so short? <laughs> um, and I think full credit too, since I believe uh, both he and Wentworth Miller are both openly gay actors as well. So. Um, nice job like just nice to have again more diversity among yeah, the right. cast as well as among the characters yeah. right. um and i will I'm say a, the, i'm opposed to british people playing americans <laughs> i thought his accent was actually pretty solid though. it was really no it was good it was really good uh sometimes you it can was hell <laughs> you know you know which accent i didn't like <laughs> which, which one john was was quentin's <laughs> quentin's like sort of half german british <laughs> amalgam i was like well, what is okay. he i don't even is he doing is he doing he's doing a german accent or if, I don't quentin, know what it, if quentin lance in our earth is doing generic cop accent i'm pretty sure quentin lance on earth x is doing generic nazi accent <laughs> i guess generic, so <laughs> generic ss officer <sighs> um i was gonna say i find so just to say this character of the ray there is actually going to be another animated series I believe set in the Arrowverse with him playing oh, okay. the Ray on Earth X, um, and so I think this is sort of a backdoor introduction, much as we had with um, sort of like we Vixen. had with Vixen, um, yeah. and I believe there's a Constantine series coming as well. Um, so that character will Wait, certainly it, exist, okay. uh, an cool. animated Constantine okay. with uh, okay. Matt Ryan again. Um, That's great. So I think that this character we will we will certainly see him again. I thought it was super interesting that he reveals pretty early on here that he's from Earth One, right? Yeah. Which I thought, and then I thought it was strange that he didn't. He's stay. staying in Earth yeah. X, and Citizen Cold is going back to Earth One. A little odd. Yeah, I don't understand the. Well, actually, I kind of do. Who wants to spend a life fighting Nazis? But sure. It, it well, was weird that, that he basically. <laughs> Broke up. I mean, if Nazis exist, fight them. Don't ever yeah. stop. But it would suck to <laughs> go back seems, there. It seems to be where I am right now anyway, so... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, God, we need a portal. Um, <laughs> so many but portals. It, it did seem weird that they would... Like, he would go back. And... Yes. Uh, I didn't, Miller would stay. Would, I didn't... Like, yeah, I didn't really get his motivation to go back, but it's fine. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, really I'm happy to have him. Like, I mean, they're, they seem like a very happy couple that have been together yeah, for right. a long time. Yeah, right exactly so that'd be a little bit weird yeah yeah but i mean again portals you can get yeah, back right. and forth it seems like so yeah they're crazy so. I mean, they're crazy easy to open up <laughs> you might, some yeah. days you just trip and accidentally open four or five different portals to different earths i've been there i mean it, like if if you just said you know what i really need a breather from beating up these nazis and yeah it was like well i'm angry and i'm gonna go beat up some more nazis and right we just right. kill the fear so, oh, well, I mean, here's the here's the other thing. I mean, I think in a, in a in a normal relationship, you would, or at least you know, a relationship that seemed to be going as well as their relationship was going was like it would be more like, "Hey, do you want to go back and do this?" Right, right. And then you would explain your reasons for you know maybe I don't want to do that right now. Why don't you go do that for a while and then you know we'll yeah, yeah. you know we'll, well, we'll wait mean, they, we'll wait for each other or something. You know, I mean, yeah. I guess but I anyway. mean, we've only got so much time on the screen. Exactly. There's only so much time, and and, and and as long as as long as Wentworth Miller is coming back, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, it's. It seems bizarre, especially as one of our uh, readers points out. It's funny when they ask Cisco as portal works, and Cisco is like, "I open it, 
and you walk through it. <laughs> and it's like, yep, see, it's super easy. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty good. You I, I, knows that. I kind of dug, I dug the ray i thought i mean some people i saw making fun of his helmet i actually thought it looked pretty good as far as dc like tv universe costumes have gone like having yeah. seen other versions of that costume i was like that's pretty solid i'm on board with it yeah I'm yeah yeah i don't know it looked pretty hawkman to me so i wasn't <laughs> <laughs> I but it was flying around there's, shooting laser bullets that was cool there's another yeah. guy who's a real stinker hawkman Stupid hawkman yeah hawkman's a jerk <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's dead though, right? He's not coming yeah. back. Yeah. yeah, he's dead. Fingers crossed. Dead, dead. That was a stinker of, of a storyline. Yeah. Yes. That um, did not work out. That did not work out very well. It did not work out very well. Indeed. <laughs> those, those Egyptian sets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. We've got a cameo here by Red Tornado, uh, yep. who is our uh our weapon that the resistance uses the resistance which is led by evil or not evil doppelganger windshot who was who's a bit of a hard ass in his doppelganger version yeah i don't think he really sold it to me but okay he was yeah, fine i, I agree he yeah. was, and he i don't understand and, and he says they have an hour and then he, then he cuts it short for no reason yeah i really i really yeah. like jeremy jordan i really like win our win. I like win. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I like him in that role. I wasn't this crazy about this. Yeah. This character was just done. It felt like to be a, a give a, a chance for there to be more doppelgangers from Supergirl, especially right. right. Cause again, not right. well represented. So it was nice to see him, but that character doesn't really do much other than be cranky, generic. Yes. Freedom fighter. Yeah. Right. And it was nice to see. I, I like tornado. Tornado was kind of a cool. Yeah. Uh, uh edition in supergirl my version of him will always canonically be the one from is a young justice right where he's the yeah. he's, he's, he's the, the mentor basically yeah, yeah. and then yeah. eventually yeah yes. well, i won't say spoilers other things happen with that character yeah don't um, tell me i mean first of all just go watch young justice yeah good. obviously go yeah. watch it. if you're if you're yeah. watching these shows and you haven't watched young justice i don't know what i can't help you yeah. <laughs> i mean and i can't bring, help you the, i can tell you to go watch young justice <laughs> I don't want to help you. Yeah, <laughs> you, don't, you don't deserve. But I feel like I to have to. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and they're making another season, third season. Yes, they are. So, yeah. Oh, so wow. go catch up. Yeah, it got super popular on Netflix, so they're like, "Oh, maybe we should not have canceled this." <laughs> yeah. Um, well, they, apparently they canceled it because the toys weren't selling. Well, there you go. <sighs> yeah. Well, well it's because because adults were watching it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some adults buy toys, a, not me. But just thirty-year-old nerds were watching it. That seems like the perfect perfect people to go buy stupid toys. They have all the disposable income. <laughs> yeah, they have the money. They're too embarrassed to do it. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, my notes from this part say so. We've got the weapon of the Nazis, which is the evil wave rider. Um, I have Ollie. I wrote down in the scene where Ollie pretends to be uh, his evil counterpart. He's pretty good at being evil, which is a little disturbing, but also yeah. kind of makes sense for that totally character. Totally believable. I mean, the thing, that, the thing that I like about it is that I was waiting through the whole thing for evil Ollie to take the place of good Ollie. Right. And that didn't happen, which I'm glad it didn't happen because I hate it when that happens. <laughs> I always yeah. hate it when that happens. So um, yeah, me too. I was just glad based. it, was, I hate it when only evil went me the other takes, way. I hate when evil me takes my role. It's just exactly. Silly. Right. It's the worst. Yeah. So it's unclear to me why he lets the Nazi wave rider go. Yeah, I didn't get that either. 
other than he's just... I mean, it kind of makes sense because, you know, I guess he's thinking if I say it can't go, then... He's blown his cover. I've blown my cover. Yes, I think that's why. He also probably thinks that if it's hanging around on this end of the portal, then it's a liability in terms of blasting people. Yeah. Yeah, but the evil... I assumed it was the not you're blowing unleashing cover. it on your world, which yeah. is kind of good. Like, that seemed like a bad idea, and then a second later, his cover gets blown anyways. Yeah, well, um, it was already blown. I, like, my take is that the question already knew that it wasn't him. <laughs> evil question. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> That's why he asks him, like, should we delay it? Right, right. It's the <laughs> test. Because it's a question. What? Why? Yeah. yeah. And so he buys it. And I really, one of the things I really enjoyed about that scene is, you know, so Quentin gives him a gun to shoot doppelganger Felicity, who is also a hero in this universe and has been, like, smuggling food to to kids. Um, and, of course, he doesn't give him a loaded gun. And that's my favorite bit because it's like, Ollie will beat you to death with an unloaded gun. Like, it doesn't <laughs> and he matter that it in his face. That, yeah. That was kind of the funny thing is that, like, Ollie's been trying to trick his way through this whole thing, and then he just murders everybody in the room. <laughs> like, well, just like, he, why, why do I bother trying to talk to these people when I can just murder Well, everybody? you know what it is? You know, I just, it just occurred to me. It's that scene, it's that scene from um, uh, the, the James Bond movie with... Um, Oh god damn it! I can't think of his name. Um, Javier Bardem. Oh, the scene no, I hate the most Spectre? in that, where yeah. he um, he Skyfall. basically lets Javier Bardem shoot the <laughs> shoot the you know the woman yes. that he oh. had sex with the night before, and then he takes everybody down single handedly. It's like, why didn't yes. you do that two she minutes really ago and save her back. life? <laughs> yeah, god, that sucked. Yeah. Anyway, um, and, but I, I had really, a, I did not recognize um, like Felicity with dark hair and no glasses. I, yeah, I, I almost me. didn't recognize her. I, I also yeah. did not recognize her for a second when they brought her in. It, yeah, until he said uh, oh, she looks very much like her. Um, like, yeah, but here's the thing. I, then I thought it was Samantha. Oh wow! <laughs> I, I thought it might be, and so I looked it up on IMDb. I was trying to figure out who the heck it was. No, I, I figured out it was Felicity pretty pretty quickly. But yeah, that first scene where she's brought in, it just looks. Like as a gen- like some brunette woman. Yeah, oh, and uh, I, I also thought it might be um, Tiana. Mm, I thought oh, it might yeah. be. I thought I was expecting maybe Thea too. Yeah, that, that was yeah, that was oh, my. Yeah. But it didn't look it didn't look quite enough like her. But I thought yeah. maybe it was her too as well. Um, interesting. I, I wanted to reference just because this came up in our flashback episodes multiple times in the crossover. We get um, fel- reminded that her middle name is Megan. <laughs> Because yes. I made a crack in the, in the flashback episode. It was like, oh, that never comes up again. It has, in fact, come up multiple times since that <laughs> point. <laughs> Do you know what's pretty remarkable is that uh, John Diggle... Well, John Diggle's just remarkable anyway. What a, what a good guy. But he knows everybody's middle name. Including... I thought about that. Little including strange, Irish, actually. Which is just a weird thing to know about somebody yeah. that you occasionally interact with. You know? It's like, I, it's I like Ollie's sitting there making kryptonite arrows and Diggle's learning everybody's middle name. <laughs> Dig is just on Facebook all of the time and he's just like friends with everybody. It's either that or like Lila has prepared him dossiers on every single person. Oh, maybe that's it. Oh, maybe that makes a bit more sense. Yeah, I think it, that probably it makes more sense. It doesn't really, but go with it. It's fine. Sure. Maybe, no, maybe I, Diggle has a... Do you know... I forget what it is, but it's... It's certainly in an animated movie. Like, Batman has plans to take out everybody in the Justice League. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> uh, so maybe in this case, Diggle actually has a plan to just take everybody out, just in case. 
I totally buy it. that. It, I they mean, should also, all have plans to take out. That, you know, th- that's why Ollie <laughs> yeah. has the kryptonite arrow, right? Like in the same right. way that Batman well, keeps yeah, his kryptonite around to neutralize Superman. Yeah. So, yeah. right, totally believe. Yeah, you got to totally prepare for those scenarios. Justice League Doom. We're told. Thank you. It's James. also in. Um, oh, I read a graphic novel with it too. I'm forgetting yeah, what it, it is. It seems like a common idea. Isn't it and in Young? Like, Ju- isn't it in Young Justice where the 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 um, the adult superheroes um, get taken over by somebody and then like take out the the Young Justice? Oh, it's a Teen Titans, I think. Teen hard Titans, to, they fight like a mind controlling dude. Yeah, but anyway, oh, I thought, it was, the, I thought yes, it was in the Young Justice series. Uh, James Farner comes through again. Tower of Babel is exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> oh. <awesome. laughs> Damn it, James! Why aren't you on this show? You should just take over. Don't, don't, don't give them. Do <laughs> not give the once inmates cross to Once violence. we figure out who Dan's favorite is, the other one's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm still considering. I'm still tallying the votes. Yeah, <laughs> this is an audition. Holy! <laughs> <laughs> now you tell me. Put, um, put my pants back on. <laughs> no, 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 no! Not that. <laughs> wrong yeah. move don't go too <sighs> don't go too serious yeah right um uh, i enjoy so, okay the, can we, we i gotta i gotta go soon <laughs> okay all right we're wrapping up um, but, but we gotta but we gotta talk about what i hate okay we gotta talk about what you hate is <laughs> victor garber dying is is uh oh yeah you know just in general i mean um but um i i also just think that scene was poorly written it's not the best. And as soon, obviously, I, as soon as there's the firestorm does a lot of firestorming in these episodes, which is nice because yeah. he rarely gets a chance to do that. And as soon as that one episode, like, well, we have to split up. It's the only way it makes sense. It was like, then you're just yeah. two dudes. Like, why I know, would you do I that? Know. And like, he can fly. So instead, instead, we're both going to run. <laughs> like, it's like you could have flown over there, done that one thing and then flown into the other place. You're like bulletproof while that happens. Anyway. Yeah. So that Which was dumb. Makes sense. And then the so, death scene. I mean, not to dumb. mention that. I mean, they they also don't even use the character's abilities, which is like he could just transmute the Nazis into daffodils. And yeah, which I don't think they. I don't think no, in I, this show it's his, that's do. his ability. They did it once. There was one episode. Of oh, Legends really? Where he changes like a gun into something else. He's like, oh wow, I can do this stuff, and then they really never they go back to it. Don't revisit it. It gets yeah. referenced yeah. at some point. Maybe even in this crossover, there's some, or maybe in a recent episode, where they talk about transmuting something, and he's like, oh, I can't do it. Maybe it's when they're like got the the collars on or something. There is a reference oh, at some point no. to somebody and his like powers are disabled and he can't do it. But it's he is told yeah. Anyways, it's one of those it's a Superman problem, right? You got a character who is just yeah, too powerful. Exactly. Right. And basically half the episodes with them, as much as I love Martin and Jax as characters, half the episodes are about this is why we can't make Firestorm. <laughs> yeah. James James my God, I'm out of a job. James uh, tells us that in last year's crossover, he turns the bomb into water. Oh, yeah. I do forget about that. Man, these people are just better at this than we are. <laughs> you know what, though? We have, we have the microphones for now. That's it right. is, yeah. Thank God. From our, our perch, Thank God this, our is not, this is not a meritocracy. <laughs> Clearly. Um, yes, it is. It at least, I mean, Victor Garber was leaving the show. This I know not everybody knew that, but it was known. Um, and I thought they might let him retire, but instead they decided to give him a quasi-heroic death. And as unsatisfying as parts of that may be, it was still sad to see him go. And some of the scenes I thought post the death scene were pretty good. I think yes, I think, I think post agree. the death scene it's get it's better. But it, I just found the the whole like I, yeah, death scene to be stupid. Too. But because he dies and then he's not dead, and then he he 
to give him time to have a long speech. And, eh. I did yeah. like that they basically realized that they cannot write dialogue for this. <laughs> so they just have like a series of scenes in slow motion of people shaking their head and then hugging somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like, you know, the other slow motion scene I liked is when Ollie is knocked down in the fight scene and. Oh, and yeah, sees the, in the so sees all the fighting in slow motion. I I, I kind of like that. It was very like um, Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> yeah, that was a yeah. well shot scene, and I was watching yeah. one of the behind the scenes things talked a little bit about shooting and how complex that whole fight scene was to shoot, and it it was good. I mean, yeah, yeah. again, they spent some time on it and some money on it. And I, I, I did agree. not like Spider Ollie um, in the uh, when the like the the building under construction is falling down and. They have oh, to like that does not even make sense. But yeah, yeah. yeah it was <laughs> and fine. he looks very stiff. He doesn't look like he's really. It wasn't the best swinging. CGI. I let no. it go because it was basically just there to show us that they care yes. more about saving people yes. than about right. catching the bad guys. Which which, which I support, and that's that because that's one of my that's one of my hobby horses is when they have like superhero movies and the superheroes don't save anybody. Oh yeah, well I hate that. Yeah, you're just super at that point. You're not a right. hero. Right. Exactly. But full credit to Franz Drame for pulling off. I think the the scenes of going to see Stein's family were really good, and he's he's yeah. very solid in that role. I'm glad he's sticking yes. around, hopefully for a while. Yeah, I liked it too, and I did. Uh, he said he missed it up. Yeah, I actually missed it up too. And uh, man, going home to you know tell the guy's wife that he that he died. Yeah, really. That's that's harsh. Yeah, and Jack's kind of a kid too. Like, right? Difficult. Anyway, so that, yeah, that that one stung. I do like, man. I kind of wish you hadn't reminded me about Ollie being, you know, zipping around that building. <laughs> well, let's continue on. Um, <laughs> have you ever seen? Um, I know Maltz has to go, but this is of utmost importance. Have you ever seen um, uh, the skit uh, BMX Bandit, like and the Archangel, something like that? It's Mitch, Michelin Web, and like the no. idea is that there's a guy that's really good at using a BMX, and the other guy, the other guy is an angel. And so they go to like stop a kidnapping and the, the BMX guy's like, I could bounce off the boat and do all of this, pop a wheelie, hit him in the head. And the angel's just like, I could just spite them all. And the, the angel just does all of the stuff, but he's like a really, I mean, he's an angel, so he's a nice guy. So he always seems like he's hearing out the BMX bandit's plan, but the bandit just never gets to do anything. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, that's that's, that sounds about it's right. It's Michelin Web, so you can figure out. You know. Okay, right. Yeah. The uh, other <laughs> couple quick things I had on my list, I enjoyed Snart calling him Ollie, which mm-hmm. was great. Uh, I enjoyed Oliver saying he figures out Evil Oliver's plan by saying it's exactly what I would do, which is also a little disturbing, but also, yeah, okay. It makes sense. Um, Harrison Wells is telling a Supergirl that she has to take the exploding overgirl up up and away <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my favorite line possibly of the entire thing is delivered by supergirl who is hovering outside nazi wave rider and she just says uh general do you care to step outside that was pretty solid <laughs> which was it's good. a line from yeah. superman too uh, yeah yeah i knew i, I knew i heard it, it before oh, right okay yeah, yeah. actually one makes it awesome yeah yeah, yeah. um I enjoy- the, okay, one, one more line, one more good line from, but it's from uh, uh, Evil Supergirl is um, when she says, uh, um, "You know, why don't you let me take your heart because you're not using it?" I saw it coming yeah. before she said it, and I was still like, yeah. "It's still a really good line." It was telegraphed. <laughs> it was telegraphed. I agree with that, but I actually thought it was delivered well. Yep, and um, 
and I, you know ice cold i kind of yeah. enjoyed in the last scene where sarah and rory are walking away and rory looks at alex and goes you hit that yes and sarah <laughs> slaps him upside Smacks the head him. and says shut up <laughs> and to me that that's just it's that's quintessential quintessential legends there yeah and i yeah. love I, you know what that is what's made me grow to love that show is that ensemble has really gelled into a family and yeah. it really yeah. works yeah. um so i enjoyed that I, I well okay you've heard my way i don't have time to get in my i mean i do like the show and i watch the show every week but you know i wonder how long they're 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 coy references to like every single thing ever are going to be or yeah. still going to be cute but it's okay yeah. um i have the reference that in the fight ollie is the only one who will kill himself of course sure by himself so i mean I, evil I, I, ollie. Thought, I thought he might sit down next to him and have a heart to heart with a, with nazi ollie and it was like please don't do that because i thought because it did it, it it slightly troubled me that um Nazi Ali had sort of a noble goal, yes. right? Yeah, and he he you could tell he did love evil Kara, uh, right? So I thought he may just give up. Like I thought he would just sit there and be like, "I don't care anymore." But you know, at least Ali gets to well, shit. There's a moment <laughs> where it looks like Ali might let him live. Yeah, and then I think he, so. Like I think I think if evil Ali had just sat there and not done anything, yeah, absolutely, that and that's would be it. You know, that's yeah. to the credit of the development in in Oliver's character is that he is killing is not his go to, but he will yeah. do it still if it's provoked. Yeah, I and, do like that. As soon as Nazi Ali note, like he turns around and notices all immediately, Ali's on his bow, <laughs> like. He's not screwing around, you know? Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the last thing that we should talk about is the final scene in the park in Central City. The park in Central City where nobody cares about a weird multidimensional breach happening. Because, you know, <laughs> Central City's just been overrun by Nazis. Whatever. <laughs> weird stuff happens. Um, but we get our uh so we run off and get dig which is nice that dig gets a scene here because this is pretty much his only yeah. scene in the crossover uh i like that he's just doing his physical therapy and barry just runs down and grabs him <laughs> and we stick with the bit about him just getting sick every time barry runs him somewhere um so of course he throws up uh and then he is like oh yeah i'm ordained this is totally binding let's just get like get you get, get you guys married get you crazy kids married uh, so we get the wedding with uh, Barry and Iris, and at the last minute, of course, we have Felicity jump in and say that she will marry Oliver, and we get a double wedding. As one of our readers pointed out to me, um, here's a question comment from, this is from Eric Christensen, who says, Felicity is a terrible friend for totally horning in on the Barry-Iris nuptials. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> a little weird. Day, let them have their moment, have Dig marry them in Star City? No class. Otherwise, yeah. loads of fun. I feel like they sort of they sort of felt like they had the wedding, um, and this was just like making it, you know, get, you know, that's, it's just that final bit. It's not really like, it's not the show yeah. part, so it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I did not actually expect them to get married. No, I did not either. I thought maybe they might get engaged by the end of the episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't expect them to get married either. I mean, technically, legally, they're not married. (laughs) Let's all be clear. You can't just do that. (laughs) Nobody filed the paperwork. They're not legally married. Barry tries to get ollie to marry them but it's like you're a mayor you can marry people he's like i'm not even in my city <laughs> like i can't just go around marrying people randomly that does not work 
But instead, we recruit Diggle. Um, but hey, if you got to have somebody officiate your wedding, John Diggle's yeah, a pretty solid choice. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. He does a good job. If I ever settle down, I'm going to get David Ramsey to officiate my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I will be there for that. I, I just want to I wanna witness that. That's all I want. Well, it depends who you pick as your favorite, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> as to whether or not you'll be invited. Oh, man. Have we reached the end? Is there any other things that you guys want to add before we uh, we wrap up and do our ratings? We'll do our ratings, but I want to know if do there's our anything ratings. else. Yeah. No, it's, I, I think, think there's that- just so much to talk about, but whatever. It was fun. Like, there's no point going into every single moment, and it's been an hour and a half. So, I had fun. I hope next year is as fun. Uh, do you want to give a rating? You want to give a rating another, on that? We still have another episode. Yeah, well, no, but we're, I think he's saying next year's no, crossover. No, I meant the crossover. Like the, I mean, I, I, they're going to go next year's crossover. We're going to have yeah. more crossovers. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I just take that as I like kind of wish what they unit. You know what I yeah. kind of wish they would do with the crossovers and we talked about this you know the mini the mini series being its own thing is I think they should do a crossover during the hiatus essentially. Like they should just do a week's worth of crossovers at some point oh. during the break. Like early January? Yeah, like early January, late December or something. I know there's yeah. reasons that you don't want to you want to do it in sweeps and that's probably why it's the last week in November and all that, but right, in fact right, that's right. probably why it is the last week in November and they don't do it in mid-season. That makes a lot more sense, huh? Yeah. <laughs> all right i just figured that out cool. but you know but doctor who does a christmas episode every year so yeah exactly do uh i feel like a rather is great shoehorn in do them as a separate do it as a separate thing but yeah i understand I you want your sweeps right. it's cool yeah and who knows what the the budgeting and all that looks like right yeah i'm sure the budgeting and the logistics and the planning and those guys have to have their vacations and all that even so. just garbage like even just stuff like contracts yep I work on this show. That's my contract. Oh, you got another show. Well, right. Maybe not for the cast, but for crews, I imagine something like that. You know, anyway, whatever. I, I imagine it's a lot tricklier than just spinning something up, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, 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 Biff. Okay. Biff. Yeah. Yeah. Three bi- I think I'm not this enthusiastic is- about it because... I don't know. Maybe Biff has a special place in my heart. <laughs> I'm, I'm enthusiastic about it. I enjoy but, it. Yeah. Do you want to give I, this I an? E- do you want to give this an evil Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> Which, wait a minute. Interestingly, <laughs> is good. Evil Tommy. That's is good. good, right? I, I guess know, that's, that's, evil that's, Tommy is, is that good. A, but it's a good that you feel a little bit conflicted about. <laughs> that's the Earth X version of Biff. Is that what that is? Yeah, it's the Earth X. I Biff. guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go, evil Tommy. Evil Tommy all, right. all around. Evil, evil Tommy. Tommy all the way around. Uh, and now I have to decide which of you I like better, and <laughs> it's clearly going to be, oh, look at that, we're out of time. <laughs> oh. I already I, know the answer, and it's not me. I'm not picking, I'm not picking favorites. You guys. Well, you, you do another podcast with John, you don't do anything else with me. <laughs> that's because you're not available. I'm on the phone with that's you true. every night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Singing, singing you to sleep. <laughs> it's true, it's a big help. You're welcome. I'm happy to be here. He said you go to sleep at like four in the morning. Well, yeah, it's bad. Guy, I've got a real job now too. Yeah. Oh, that's guy. True. When we do our eventual episode by episode supernatural show, where we just review every single episode <laughs> supernatural. There you God. go. Then you'll really. I don't know. Know. Yeah. I don't know. No offense. Show. I will not listen to that show. I think it's yeah. possible we might not live long enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah really. I don't know. I if think it's about extremely years possible. <laughs> yeah. Not, I know not I won't. Right. Well, it's all right. I'll rec- I'll recruit a version of guy from different Earths to talk to. You Excellent. Every time. That's my plan. Problem solved. 
Oh, yeah. So as somebody points out, uh, James Farner should actually be my pick for top co-host because clearly he's he's pulling the real weight here. He's yeah, right. <laughs> he's way on top of this. So thanks, l- listener, reader James, reader James Farner for bringing the serious wiki knowledge. It's much appreciated. Yeah. And I don't know if uh, our our reader Jess is going to be on the next Supergirl show, but you should listen to that because I'm sure they'll cover this. And- yes. Indeed, I believe they will be covering the Supergirl portion of uh, Crisis on Earth X. And um, yeah, we don't have Flash or Legends casts currently. So it (laughs) turns out everybody just just took their ball and went left. (laughs) And after the last few seasons. Well, hey, you know, we had our brief hiatus with uh, the beginning of uh, season five for Arrow. So, you know, people are allowed to take some time off. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, no, look, that was like real world Nazis. That was. look forward, look forward to Cheers cast soon. Yeah, so yeah, yes. our hiatus is coming up. We'll have one more episode after this uh, to cover the mid season finale, and then I yeah. don't have time to do this with you. <laughs> to do Cheers cast, it's quite possible that might happen. Who knows? Um, thank you so much, everybody, uh, for listening and tuning in. John Moltz, thank you for being here. Uh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Sorry, to I was trying to think of something you. funny, you know, some some Nazi related thing, but I couldn't. So. Yeah, there's nothing funny with that. There's nothing. Uh, got the, that's probably why there's nothing funny about Nazis. That's that's probably nothing it. Funny. That could be it. Guy that's, English. That's a nothing funny about Nazis is a new sitcom on NBC. <laughs> oh, not it's a NBC. musical. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, guy guy English. Thank you for being here. Thank you, and thank you to the book club in the uh, in the chat room for following along and help, helping us out so much. That was it was a lot of fun. Biff Biff Book Club, you are we 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 see you, we see you. <laughs> uh, thanks for reading along. We will be back next week. 